Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of Dig Deeper Into You podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank everyone who supported me, who is encouraging me during this journey of this podcast. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you, every single one of you. I appreciate it and thank you for pushing me. Uh, and allowing me to do what it is I have been called to do. So before we start, um, I am going to uh, open up in prayer, and you are free to join me um, in this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you, Father God. I thank you. I glorify you, O Lord God, for who you are and for who you continue to be, O Lord. Father God, as I start the first episode of this podcast, O Lord God, I ask you, Father God, as you increase that I may decrease, Father God, that every word that comes out of my lips, O Lord Jesus, is of you, Father God, and it is your words and not mine, Father. So I ask you, Father God, that you will go before me and you will speak to your children, O Lord God. I thank you for what you are about to do in this podcast. In Jesus' name. I have prayed. Amen. All right, guys. Um, So the name of this podcast. Sorry. The name of this episode is called You Are Chosen. You Are Chosen. Da-da-da-da-da. I have realized that Many of us, a lot of us, um, and even if it's not you, uh, um, you directly, it probably someone that you know, a coworker, a friend, a family member, where we are walking without purpose. We are walking without a sense of identity. We are missing who we are. Every step that we take, we just take it because the world says you must take this step and then this step and then that step and then that step. Not really understanding nor knowing why it is that we are taking the steps in which we are taking. Some of us, we have adapted the, the names in which was given to us by professors by teachers, by friends, by family members. And yet we take those names and then we say, okay, well, if they're calling me such and such, if they're calling me this, if they're calling me that, then I must be this. I must be that. That must be my identity. We seek identity in the wrong places. We seek validation from the wrong people, from influencers, whatever it is it may be. This person is, you know, the, the, the icon for this year. I'm going to follow this person and whatever this person does, I'm also going to mimic, not understanding why the person does what they do, not understanding how or why they are operating in which the way they are operating. So therefore, in this episode, I want 
to stress the fact that the Lord has chosen you. You have been chosen by God. The Lord is calling you. He is waiting for you. Right? When we when we walk around not understanding who we are, then nothing in which we do has value. For we don't know what we are doing it for. Suicide rates is on an all-time high. Depression rates is on an all-time high. Anxiety rates is on an all-time high. And some of it comes from the feeling of wanting to fit in. We want to fit in the crowd. We we want to fit in in, in the new thing that is, is hipped. We want to fit in with the crowd in which we are not even called for. We are not even called to. Right? We, 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 we go into a crowd because that is the quote-unquote popular group, popular crowd. And, and the next thing you know, you are adapting yourself with the things in which they are doing to keep up. So it may feel good in the moment. Oh, these people, you know, these people know my name. Oh, these people are inviting me to such and such party these people are inviting me to such and such places but then when you come back home when you are not surrounded by those people how do you feel are you truly satisfied in the way that you are portraying to be are you truly satisfied when 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 they are not around when the things in which they do are not around and it is just you in your room. How do you truly feel? How do you truly feel? I want to, um, I want to share some statistics that I found, uh, in suicide rates. In 2021, 448, my apologies, 48,183 Americans died by suicide. And by the way, all the statistics that I'm about to give you right now is just in the U.S. alone. This is just in the U.S. 48,183 83 people died by committing suicide. 1.70 million in the same year, 2021, 1.70 million people attempted suicide. And it, it even goes further to say in, uh, that 132 suicides per year in average is being committed. Sorry, I misspoke. 132 
suicides per day on average is being committed. 132 suicides per day is being committed and this is just in the in the in the in the US. I found further statistics in 2022 where they compared the rate the suicide rates in 2022 and 2021. It says well 2021 there were 48,183 uh, suicides being uh committed in that year. In 2022 it went up to 49,449. Right? 49,449 people who have committed suicide in just the last year. 2022. And 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 studies show that suicide some suicides are connected to the sense of belonging. To the sense of belonging among other things. Some people are committing suicide or 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 attempt suicide because they feel like they do not belong they feel like they do not belong they don't have a sense of purpose they don't have a a a, a sense of identity they don't have that sense because they don't know simply because they don't know they don't know that they can lean on the lord and say god this is what i am dealing with please help me lord this is what i am dealing with i'm casting my burdens onto you they don't know that some of us we need a reminder or they need to be told that we are chosen that they are chosen by God. You see when you know who you are in Christ, you are you are grounded. When you know who you are in Christ, you are grounded. Every step you take is with intention. Every word that you say is with purpose. You start beaming with light. You start beaming with this light because of the Holy Spirit in which that is within you. Because of the Holy Spirit in which that is within you, you are you are 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 beaming with light. In Matthew 5 verse 14 to 15, it says, "You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden." No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. Do you know that's who you are? Do you know that you are light? Do you know that you have been called? 
You have been called to shine your light throughout the world. You are a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. You are not meant to hide in the shadows. You are not meant to be hidden. But rather, you are meant to go into the world and shine your light. That is what you are meant to do as a daughter of God, as a son of God. The Lord is calling you. And he's not calling you by your mistakes. He's not calling you by by your past interactions. He's not calling you by the words in which your elementary teacher told you when you were in the fifth grade, when they looked at you and said that you will not amount to anything. No, that is not what the Lord is calling you today. That's not what the Lord is calling you today. He is calling you by your name. Calling you by your name, not by your circumstances. Not by your trial. Not by your temptations. Not by your mistakes. But he's calling you by name. In Jeremiah 1 verse 5, it says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. This is the Lord himself. This is uh, uh, God speaking to Jeremiah and saying these things. The same way God is spoke to Jeremiah and said that I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. It is the same way. It is the same way in which God is looking at you. And saying that I knew you, my daughter. I knew you, my son. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb. I knew you. I knew your capabilities. I know your weakness. I knew your strengths. I knew every little aspect in your life. I knew you. I knew what color you were going to be. I knew the shape of your head. I knew um, 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 the color of your hair. To the smallest detail, to the biggest detail of you that is about you, the Lord knew you. The Lord knew you. So I say that all to say this simple thing. I say that all to say this simple thing. You are intentional. You are intentional. You are not here by mistake. You are not here by accident. No, you did not just roll into your mother's room. Then you rolled out into this world. Nah. 
You were intentional. He knew you. He knew you by name. Before your, before your parents even knew what name they were going to give you, the Lord already knew your name and already called you and said, this is my daughter. This is my son. I have chosen him. I have chosen her. And, and there is something that we often often think. We often think before we can come to God, we need to perfect everything, everything else before we can come to, to the Lord. Before we come to God, we must perfect everything. We must have everything in order before we come to God. And my brother, my sister, I want to come and tell you that that is not the case. There is this analogy that I heard. Um, unfortunately, I don't know the name of, of, of the pastor, but there's this analogy that I heard. And, and the analogy take, was taken place by a question. The pastor asked the question, and the question, the question was this. Must you be clean before you go into the shower? Must you be all cleaned up before you can go and enter the shower? Right? The answer is no. You go into the shower, and while you are in the shower, the shower, as you're, as you're showering, it, it, it cleans you up. It is the same thing with God. You don't have to know everything now. You don't have to perfect everything now. You can come to him just as you are. You can come to him holding that alcohol bottle. You can come to him holding that cigarette. You can come to him holding, uh, having that drug addiction. You can come to him having that por uh, pornography addiction. You can come to him just as you are. Sexual temptation. You can come to him. Just as you are. And you know what's even, you know what's the best thing? He doesn't judge you. He does not judge you. You can come holding everything. Whatever that comes with you, you can come to him with it. And he will not judge you. He will not judge you. Whatever you holding doesn't change the fact that you have been called. It doesn't change the fact that you have been chosen. It doesn't change the love of God for you. The Lord will transform you. He will cleanse you. He will equip you. And then he will send you forth to do what in which he has called you to do. He will send you forth to testify to others. He will send you forth. He will equip you for the mission, for the assignment that he has upon your life. He will equip you. That is, ah, that is what's beautiful about it. Not only will you come to him, not only can you come to him 
holding everything but he will look at you and say my daughter this is what I intended here you go my daughter this is how you ought to be here you go he will transform you day by day minute by minute hour by hour second by second he will give uh, he will give you a new name You see how your your um you see how your your elementary teacher said that you are not worthy? Well, my daughter, my son, I want to tell you that you are worthy. That you are enough. Your elementary teacher said or your friend said or your 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 family member said that you will not amount to anything. Well, God, well, well my daughter, my son, I want to tell you That I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you joy, plans to give you peace, plans to give you rest. God knows what he has for you and every little thing that the Lord has for you is for your good. He doesn't have plans to harm you. He doesn't have plans to deceive you. But he has plans to elevate you. He has plans to give you purpose. He has plans to to give you an identity, knowing who you are. And when you know who you are, my brother and my sister, when you know who you are, your walk is different. Your walk is different. You no longer walk into a room with your head held uh, uh, low, but you walk into the room with your head up high, knowing who your father is, knowing who you are, knowing that God has called you to be his child, knowing that you are a prince and a princess, knowing that the king of kings, lord of lords, The beginning and the end knows you. One thing, uh, a verse that I want, I want to to say is um, Isaiah one, verse eighteen. It says, "Come now, let's settle this." Says the Lord. This is this is the Lord speaking. This is the Lord speaking. It says, "Come now, let's settle this." Though your sins are like scarlet. I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. I will make them as white as wool. So you are cleansed. Don't let the enemy uh, think that you are binded by by your mistake, that you are binded by your past, that you should continue to hold that pain, that burden that weighs you every single day. The Lord says that though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. In other words, he will cleanse you. He will purify you. He will make you a new person. Ah. 
He will make you a new person. He will make you a new person. When the Lord looks at you, my brother and my sister, he sees his daughter. He sees his son in whom he loves so much. You can see in in 2 Corinthians 6 verse 18 so that you see everything uh, is, is according to scripture. It says, and I will be your father. And I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters. Says who? Says the Lord Almighty. The Lord says that you are his son and you are his daughter. Therefore, there, there's, there's nothing, there is nothing that can remove you from God's love. There is nothing that can remove you from God's love. God's love is unconditional. God's love is unconditional. There is, there is no love like it. There is no love like it. The world can't give it to you. Shoot, your mother, your father can't give it to you. Your kids, your your, your spouses, your friend, that friend that you love so very much, even they can't give you this love that God has. The only person that can give it to you is God. The only person. That can give it to you is God himself. There is no one like it. There is nothing like it. And there is no one like God. There is no one like God. He is calling you. You are chosen. We do all these things to fill up this emptiness that is within us. To fill up this void. But you can't this this emptiness that you're 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 feeling, this void that you're trying to fill can't be filled by no one other than God. The world can't do it for you. The friend can't do it for you. Your parents can't do it for you. But God. And when God gives you rest, he truly gives you rest. When God gives you peace, he truly gives you peace. He truly gives you peace. The world is trying to give you all these things. Oh, well, try this. Try that. Those things Not to say that you may not have relief. You may have relief, but the relief is temporary. It's temporary relief where when God gives it to you, when God gives you that peace, when God gives you that relief, when God gives you that rest, he gives it to you final. 
He continues to comfort you. He continues to hold your hand. It's not that the road is going to be easy, but the fact that you have God, you don't have to do it alone. It's not that it's going to be easy, guys. It's not that at all. But you don't have to do it alone. You have the Holy Spirit to guide you. The Holy Spirit in which that lives within you. He is going to guide you. He's going to place your step. And not only that, but when you serve God. When you are a child of God. Protection is guaranteed. Protection is guaranteed. The love of God is unconditional. Like I said before, there is nothing like it. So I encourage you. I encourage you. To stop running. To stop running. Turn, 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 turn away from these things in which you think are, are, are the answer. The things in which you think is, is the right way to go. Turn around and come to God. The Lord in which will give you true peace. The Lord in which who will not judge you. When you fall down, guess what he's going to do? All he's going to do is pick you right back up. He's going to pick you right back up. While the world will judge you, the world will close doors on you. God is not going to do that. He will see that you have fallen. And stretch out his, man, stretch out his hand and say, my daughter, my son, get back up. Get back up. I am with you. I am holding your hand. You are not alone. And you know something else? The Lord sees your tears. Not only the Lord sees it, but the Lord wipes it. Not only does he wipe it, but then he gives you strength to keep on going. He gives you strength to keep on going. He embraces you with a hug like none other. And says, I see you. I see you. And I've been seeing you. The Lord can't wait for the day that you come back. From the day that you turn away from everything else and you come to him. For him to say, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home, my son, my daughter. I have been waiting for you. I have been waiting for you.
So during in this episode the things that I want you to take away if you heard nothing else of what of everything that I said I want you to take away the fact that you are chosen by God that the Lord loves you he sees you and his arms are stretched out wide for you you can come to him just as you are you don't have to be perfect you don't have to have it all together you can come to him just as you are and he will receive you just as you are with open arms with a smile with joy Heaven will be rejoicing. Heaven, we? Heaven, it will be rejoicing. Because the daughter of the Lord, the son of the Lord has come home. So Father God, I come before you today and I ask you, O Lord God, that your daughter, that your son that is watching this episode today, may this episode be a reminder to them that you have called them. May you touch their hearts at this moment, God. May you touch their hearts, Father, and let them know that you will comfort them, that they, that they can find comfort in you, Lord God. That within you, they can find refuge. In you, they can find rest. In you, they can find peace. That they don't have to keep on running anymore. That the tears in which you see them every night when they go to sleep, where they are crying in their rooms where nobody is able to see them. Father God, at this moment, let them know that you see them, that you hear their cries, and you are ready to wipe every tear and to give them a warm embrace, Father. Oh, Father God, you know each and every one of your children. May you be with them at this moment. May you be with them at this moment, oh Lord God. And when they come home, Father God, when they come home, O oh Lord, I know that heaven will be rejoicing at the fact that you are going to look at your daughter and the fact that you are going to look at your son and say, welcome home. So Father God, I pray you all these things in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. Well, have a great day, everyone. Thank you for watching. Thank you for for um, staying tuned. Please be on the lookout for the second episode. Um, if you would like to uh, DM me with any questions that you may have, or even if you are in the need of prayer, in the link below you will find. Oh, well, below you will find a link. The link will bring you to all my social social media pages. You can DM me on Instagram, or uh, you can you can text me on WhatsApp, or even if you want to leave a comment in the in the comments below, you may do so. Thank you. The Lord loves you. The Lord sees you, and He is ready to give you that embrace. God bless you all. Bye. Everything is working for